Welcome to the latest episode of Schneps Connects. Today I have with me two leaders working together for the last 25 years to improve the quality of life for New Yorkers. Stephen Bush is Chairman, President, and Chief Executive Officer of Apple Bank, and David Mandel is Chief Executive Officer of OHEL. On the banking side, Apple Bank, established in 1863, provides consumer and small business banking services in greater New York through its branch network and online banking platform, and is an active lender in the commercial real estate and corporate banking sectors. Apple Bank has 84 branches in greater New York area, including Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens, Staten Island, Long Island, Westchester, Rockland, and New Jersey. Stephen Bush is chairman, president, and CEO of Apple Bank, and in his role, he oversees all aspects of the bank's operations. Stephen is president of OHEL, and in that role, has been the chief executive officer for 28 years, and for more than 50 years, OHEL has provided transformative social services and mental health services. Beginning as a foster care agency for Jewish children in New York, today, OHEL cares for thousands of individuals through a broad range of programs, including mental health services, housing, and programs for people with developmental and psychiatric disabilities, older adult services, substance use treatment and prevention, and outpatient counseling for everyday people with everyday problems. Under Mr. Mandel's leadership, OHEL has grown from a $7 million nonprofit to an $85 million multifaceted agency providing a wide range of social and emotional services. So David and Steve, thank you for both being here. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Good morning. Pleasure to be here. I'll start off with you, David. Describe a little bit of OHEL's mission. Our mission, starting in 1969, was to serve Jewish children who were removed by New York City child welfare for allegations of neglect or abuse, and they were placed into a Jewish foster home. And that was back in 1969, and the world has changed quite a bit, many times over. And as the world has changed, so is the world of OHEL. Through its lay leadership, its board of directors, OHEL responded to different needs in the community. The large community of individuals, not only in the Jewish community, but also the general community at large. So today, OHEL is a provider of services, as you said, to many thousands of individuals. We still do foster care. We provide housing for people with mental illness and developmental disabilities, various types of housing. 24 hours supervised as well as independent living, also for the Jewish community, and shelters for battered women and children, and virtually all of our remaining services, trauma, outpatient counseling, crisis intervention, elder care is open to the general population. Our infrastructure is in New York City, Nassau County. We have an operation in South Florida. We are also national in terms of much of our scope, especially trauma. And Apple Bank and OHEL are currently expanding our services in New Jersey. That's terrific to hear. You know, it's amazing to hear not just the services, but really the amount of people that you're servicing. Talk a little bit about your annual event. I know you elected Steve from Apple Bank as your corporate honoree. And maybe you could just give a little background in terms of how that came together. 
I think every single couple celebrates their 25th anniversary in some special way. So Ohel and Apple Bank and Steve and David celebrated a special evening on November 19th. Our annual gala has two primary purposes. One is to inform and educate the community about Ohel's ever-evolving work. And secondly, it's a fundraising evening. And Apple Bank and Steve, uh, president and CEO, chairman, has been a tremendous friend in, in the relationship and the support, the annual support of our online journal, <clears throat> uh, this year being the Corporate Honoree, and some of the staff participating live with our magician storyteller. It was a very special evening for us, and we're very proud of the relationship that we have with Apple Bank and with Steve Bush. Well, it's great to hear that you both have such a strong relationship and the bank's able to really support these efforts that you're making in the community. And, and Steve, I'm sure that you have you know, a lot of different options when it comes to deciding who to partner with. So maybe you could share a little bit about the partnership from, from your standpoint in terms of you know, how it's been going on for so long and, and been mutually beneficial. Sure. Well, you know, I, I want to just underline that we're you know, very proud to be a supporter of Bohel for the quarter century and uh, the chance to celebrate a 25th uh, anniversary is a very nice thing. I think, you know, we have kind of a historic core of the bank in uh, Manhattan and kind of the Bronx and in the 90s expanded into Queens and to Brooklyn. And as we expanded into new places, we were you know, looking for opportunities to partner up with local organizations that we were doing good work in, in those communities. But part of the effort that Apple is making as kind of a, a mission statement is to be a local bank in a world where there's a tremendous amount of consolidation going on in the banking sector. When I was in college, there were 15,000 banks. There's less than 5,000 now. There's no particular reason to think that that's going to stop. So there is, while there's scale advantages and things that come out of that, you can find yourself in a world where there's depersonalized you know, banking services, and particularly in a place as large and complex as, as New York. So if you're going to be a, the local bank serving the basic banking needs of people around the city and surrounding communities, then you need to have some points of local you know, tie-up with organizations. And I think it's very important to know what the needs are, what things are happening that don't necessarily have anything to do with banking services, but where we can kind of lend a hand as a responsible member of the community. So OHEL, my predecessor, Alan Shamoon, you know, got in touch with OHEL at some point and established the relationship, you know, going back, I think, to whatever 25 years ago is, I think that David figured it out for me in 1998 or so. And we just found them to be a tremendously valuable organization doing honestly very hard work with the populations that they're dealing with, the family situations. You know, this is not, you know, cookie cutter, you know, kinds of activity. You have to be very good at it to be successful. And I think that that has been borne out with our experience over all this time. So we're very happy to be able to support Opal as we do other organizations in you know, around our market area. Well, I'm really happy to hear that Apple Bank is getting involved in organizations like this and supporting the local community because you do have a big presence in you know, giving back is, is is great to hear that it's part of your mission. And I know, David, you had mentioned a little bit about New Jersey, and I believe both organizations are really looking to expand in the New Jersey market. So I, I'd love maybe for, maybe we'll go back to you, David, just to talk a little bit about 
what some of your goals are in terms of expanding services in the state of New Jersey. OHAL has been in New Jersey for quite a few years, providing school-based services, crisis services, consultation on addiction, and uh, trauma services. We provide an array of trauma services, especially in response to community events such as the Jersey City shooting, suicides, drownings. Mm. That's when we get called in. Uh, we have a, a large team of staff, multilingual. We speak uh, two dialects of Cantonese, Russian, Hebrew, uh, Jewish, Spanish. So we can respond in many different communities. We have been asked by many families to open up OHEL's brick and mortars in New Jersey. Currently in northern New Jersey, say Passaic, Fairlawn, Teaneck, Englewood, Bergenfield, we are planning on opening three homes for people with developmental disabilities. We're currently in the process of renovating those homes. Terrific. We currently have two dozen staff that are working with families in home, respite, in home services. We have vocational training, pre employment, job training. Last night, we did an open meeting in South Jersey and the communities of Lakewood, Manchester, Howell, Tom's River. And we had more than 70 families who each have a child with a disability coming out for information on benefits, enrollment, entitlements. So we're looking at both ends of New Jersey. We have a vision over the next five, 10 years to establish an infrastructure and the conversations that Steve and I had similar. We had a fundraising event there several months ago and Apple Bank was a sponsor at a, at a baseball event of several hundred individuals. This was um, individuals that came to play baseball for a full day and stopped at Apple Bank. And also in addition to flexing the baseball muscle to see how they can flex their financial muscle with Apple Bank. So again, the partnership expands. That's great. Listen, whenever a relationship is a win-win, it always works out the longest term. That's terrific to hear. Steve, what about your company in terms of Apple Bank looking to expand in New Jersey? So we're a state chartered bank in New York and have at this point presence, you know, pretty wide ranging. We have been looking also in the North and, and Rockland and kind of pushing up that way. But if you look at primary mailing address of our customers, just the nature of the tri-state connection is such that a substantial chunk of our customers, the number two state is unsurprisingly New Jersey. And certainly as the pandemic happened and people were more you know, stuck in a particular, you know, their home geography for a while, became obvious to us that it's important to kind of expand the physical presence in New Jersey uh, as well. So the so in September of 22, we opened our first office in Englewood and are continuing to kind of research you know, specific locations down the Jersey coast. The, the next largest state in the population, interestingly, is not Connecticut, but Florida. But let's do the first thing first and kind of look locally where it's also from a management and control perspective, it's a lot easier to deal with something that's proximate to our existing network. So we're you know looking at the number of locations. We actually acquired a, a equipment finance group that operates out of Islin, New Jersey. 
So sort of officially, we have a branch there, although it's not really a retail facing branch. So that's gotten us that far down. And you know, we're continuing to look around. So I think we don't have anything specifically on the drawing board yet, but we are looking at a number of specific sites that will let us capture, you know, more of a customer acquisition opportunity in, in New Jersey to augment our New York base. Well, it's great to hear that you're both aligning, you know, in your growth in terms of the areas that you're covering. And a baseball game is as good a way of saying hello as, as any I can think of. So Yeah, even, for sure. Even if the are shorter for double headers these days. David, talk a little bit about fundraising because, you know, I, I would love for our listeners to know how they could give back. And I'm sure there's many ways they can give back. One, you know, I'm sure is making a donation. The other is volunteering. But what, what opportunities are for our listeners? Fundraising, uh, you know, working with uh, families in crisis, working with individuals with disabilities is extremely rewarding. It's a life's passion and it's uh, equally challenging. Fundraising is challenging on a whole different level. Sure. You know, people have, uh, corporations have, families have a lot of priorities. The cost of living, obviously, you know, you begin with taking care of yourself and your family and, and your own responsibility. At the same time, people are very generous and foundations and corporations and grantors. So OHL has a budget in which it looks to raise approximately 11% of its annual budget oh. with fundraising, grants, foundations, and it's nonstop. So an opportunity like this to have a conversation with you and to be able to acknowledge Steve and Apple Bank publicly is extremely important for us and very much appreciated. And we do fundraising with an annual gala, which is our major event. We do it with sporting events. We do it with mailings. We do it with um, in any way that we can bring people together. You know, people talk about social media and the fact that there's very little mail today, but I want to give you one good example about mail. We do a lot of mailings. There's a lot of market research, and Tammy Kornfeld, OHL's chief marketing officer, always explains this. There's a lot of market research that emphasizes the importance of getting a piece of hard mail. How much mail do people get at home? And then they tend to throw it out. But this is for individuals that tend to give $5, $10, $50, $100 for years at a time. Every single year, Josh, without fail, thankfully, OHEL gets an estate valued at tens of thousands, and sometimes it could be $150,000 from a person who was a $25 donor for 20 years mm -hmm. from the mail, sending an envelope. Sure. The world is moving at an incredible speed. There are still some things that need to be done the old-fashioned way because it works. Well, listen, we still print about a half a million newspapers every week. So, you know, people do read. There's no question, you know, hard copies. It's just a matter of being able to touch people in many different ways in this day and age. And David, I just want to commend you on your services, because as we spoke about earlier, you know, my mom is very active in that field. My sister was born mentally handicapped at birth, and my mother was a very instrumental in founding Life's Work, which runs group homes. So I know how important those services are. And you know, Stephen, I want to thank you for your leadership in supporting nonprofits because I think it sends a strong message to other companies of what they can do to support organizations that make a difference in the communities they serve. So, you know, I really appreciate both of your time and being here and, 
and, and sharing this relationship with our listeners. Very happy to be here. Thank well, happy holidays much. and a, a healthy new year to you both. Thank you very much, Josh. Good seeing you, Steve. Yeah. Bye, David. Thank you, Josh. Bye-bye. Thank you. This is the Schneps Connects podcast. To listen to our podcast, you can visit podcast.schnepsmedia.com or tune in through any major podcast network.